0: It's life, but some we don't see shades If mm-hmm. you got my eye, man, make my wife. I know she.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Inside the Dome. I am John Dodero. I am joined with Carlin Jacob today, and today is the return of Under the Lights. It has been a while wow since we've done Under the Lights. I think the last time we did it was the holiday edition. It might have been that long ago. That's crazy. That I it. thought
0: I thought we did it recently.
1: No, I don't know.
0: No. Dang. I don't
1: That's I can't insane. recall it. But this episode is also going to be on YouTube as well. So we are prepared with our cameras right now. So if you want to see the YouTube version, it's dropping Friday, I believe, right? Correct me yes, on that. Yes, every
0: Friday oh.
1: or Wednesday. Um, obviously, it
0: depends when it drops. So normally under the lights drops on Tuesdays or Mondays. So then it drops on a Wednesday, but because of schedule, John going back down to school Friday. So stay tuned for that.
1: Yes, and we got a big episode for all of you today. Probably one of our bigger Under the Lights episodes. Episode. Oh, yeah. A massive. lot of news just dropped on us right before we were about to record. And we're recording this. What and have we have our, our own news to
0: share, but yes, that's stay to this. the end of that. Because we're not going to tell you right now we're going to hype it up so make sure you stay to the end of that but i I didn't mean to cut you off anyways continue yeah you're Um,
1: good yeah we're recording this on a thursday no not thursday a Wednesday. wednesday and there was a lot of news that dropped so we are going to cover all of it so because of that normally in old under the lights episodes we would answer questions from you the listeners but we got too much to talk about this might go the full hour distance because we got a lot and like what carlin said too Stay tuned for the end of the episode because we got a big announcement regarding the podcast for next week and beyond. So stay tuned for that. But we're just going to get right into it because I am very excited. I was going to talk about the Michigan versus, versus Washington game because we said we were going to talk about it then. But something big just happened literally about two hours ago before we started recording. Nick Saban has officially retired one of the greatest college football head coaches of all time nick saban he's won 10 champion not 10 I'm just guys mention that number later six championships he has won for alabama i will remember him trying the nfl gig and that did not go very well at all for nick saban but his last victory was in 2020 that was one of the better alabama alabama teams of all time but nick saban nick sabian i just said oh my goodness my words nick sabian <laughs> has officially retired i was not expecting this at all were you expecting you, this no i
0: wasn't did you see the tiktok though where it was like nick sabian's last play and it was Jalen miller running up the middle yeah did you oh and then God. Did you see the top comment was like do you want to talk about uh so and so's last play Did, did you not. see that I think it was on Bleacher Report. I'm going to have to pull it up. It was very funny. I'll
1: pull it up. Yeah. Nick Saban, though, in his time with Alabama, he's had 44 first-round draft picks come out of Alabama, and he's only had 20-something losses in his whole career with Bama. That is incredible. Bama has been one of the greatest college football teams in Uh... our time.
0: The comment was, I right, now let's talk about Zeke's last play as a cowboy. Oh, that,
1: that's <laughs> harsh. We don't want to bring worse? that up again.
0: Well, okay, real quick. What is worse? Zeke trying to block defenders, or Bama running it up the middle on fourth and goal on like the five yard yeah, line.
1: Zeke's was worse. The fact that he was lined up as a center was probably the funniest thing I ever saw in the NFL. How the did you say that? Was that Mike McCarthy who called that? Because what was he thinking? I don't even, I
0: don't even Anyways, know. Anyways, we're talking about Saban. Yeah.
1: Saban, though, incredible career for him. And Bama had a shot this year. We've been talking about it. I think Carlin and I, we both had Bama winning. Actually, no. Carlin, you had Michigan, right? You had Michigan. Washington. Yeah. I, well, I had Michigan no, I, I was, and I was, yeah. Bama. Yeah, Michigan yeah. versus Bama. You had Michigan winning. But yeah. this was a... Good team for Bama, and it is sad that Nick Saban ended his career, like Al Carlin said, one of the worst finishes, with Jalen Miller running up the middle for no gain. But he's had a fantastic career, and I saw him on the Pat McAfee show a lot. He was going on there very recently. He was even on after the loss, too, and he did not even hint at retiring as well. So this caught me very off guard. I was at a meeting for radio. And all of a sudden, people oh. just start saying Nick Saban retired. And, yeah, I got
0: the tweet. Uh, Shefty tweeted it, and I was like, there's no way this man retired. Like, absolutely no way. But I think part of it is due to Pete Carroll. And we're going to get into that not right this second, but Pete Carroll 72. So is Nick Saban. They are the same age. And I think once Saban saw that, he was like,
1: You know, if Pete retired, I I might have to retire myself. Yeah. But honestly, I think the final thing we could say with Nick Saban here is what's next for Alabama? Because I bet a lot of players went there for Nick Saban and the fact that he is gone. How many people transfer out at this point? Shout out to Lance. He sent me a... uh,
0: Instagram, I don't know if he sent you this, Uh, Shador Sanders tweeting out, uh, so
1: who's trying to come to Colorado? Oh. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And then Shador uh, Sanders, Alabama players tapping. Yeah.
0: So uh, I made a TikTok about this earlier. If you go check out the TikTok, you can hear my full quick, uh, really, really quick thought of like 30 seconds after this broke um someone said about to go cry in the car <laughs> uh they talking about landing norvell kiffin and Dabo top replacements hmm. so i don't know if that's their whole offensive coordinator scenario or stuff but i don't think it is i think that will be their replacement for their head coach so and yeah i think he's just getting old i really do i wish he won a national championship to go out because that would have been hyster- historical to go out with seven champions. Yeah. But, a great then, career, nonetheless. It, it, no, no, no. A fantastic career that man had. Let's yes. be honest. Six natties and a playoff scheme where there's only four teams that make it. This isn't 12. This is four. That's 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 huge. Absolutely huge.
1: Yeah. So. Great career. For Nick Saban, he will go down as one of the best of all time. Maybe the best college coach of all time. But oh, for sure. Move, for sure. Yeah. Moving on, though, from Nick Saban, we were going to talk about that championship game. I really hate talking about it, but we will. Michigan versus Washington happened on Monday. And, oh, my, I was not happy. I was not happy at all. I'll let you go first on this, but before you do, Ooh. Michigan won 34-13, and Jim Harbaugh has finally won. J.J. McCarthy has won. Michigan went 15-0, one of the few teams to go 15-0 and 0 and win a championship. Your thoughts, Carlin, on this game?
0: Technically, they're only one of the D1 schools that went undefeated this year, minus yeah. Florida State, but Florida State lost in a bowl game. So technically, I count that as a loss. Um. Anyways, yeah, shout out to Jim Harbaugh. I think this is a very long time coming for this man to win a national championship. It really is. He's worked his butt off to get this. He had players go scout other players illegally. He's had people go to other games and steal signs of the league. And all, all, all it took was that for them to win a national championship. Jokes aside, though, this has been a very long time coming for him. Um, once I knew he made it past the first round, I was like, he's probably winning. Like, there's no way. Like, he has yet to make it past the first round of a college football playoff game. When he did, I was like, yeah, I don't think Washington's going to beat him. Though I thought Washington would give a fighting chance, and they did. The first half of that game was really good, really good game. The Michael Penix came out through an interception. I was like, "Uh, never mind." And Michigan just ran away with it. They could not stop that running game. Excuse me, sorry. Eighteen yards a carry. Th- that's insane. The first half, eighteen yards a carry. How do you do that? Like seriously, how do you do that? Um, and I think after I I on the TikTok, I think I said Washington never deserved to be there. Which, that's a lie. Washington deserved to be there. We know that. They had great season. They had the best, all of this. But was Washington the team to take down Michigan? At the end of the day, who would have took down Michigan, in your opinion? Right? Like, who would have done
1: Georgia. It? Georgia would have. I think Georgia that's would have, That's my take. Too. I
0: think you would have had to put Washington in because they went undefeated and they had big rivalry wins. Don't get me started about Florida State. Florida State never deserved to be there. I think Georgia deserved to be in over Florida State uh, and Texas. Uh, yeah. But I think if you put Georgia-Bama, uh, sorry, Bama, whoa, 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 so sorry, Georgia-Michigan in the Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. I think Georgia would have ended it. I seriously think. I think also part of it was that like Georgia's been for three years back to back to back they don't want to have that again. You know, they wanted them to be like out and miss someone so that someone else could win it. To make it look good money-wise because if Georgia was going back, Georgia was winning the whole thing, let's be honest.
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah, overall, it was a great game and then the
1: second half happened. So, Ugh. yeah, I'll talk about Georgia real quick. So, if you if you were talking to me before they announced the college football playoff, I said my top 4 would have been Michigan, Washington as one and two. Bama, Georgia, three and four. That's what I would have done because I still think Georgia was the best team in the nation, but they had just one loss. And you even look at when Georgia won the first time of the back-to-back. They lost to Bama in the SEC championship, and they still made the playoffs. But it was a tight year this year because of Florida State and Texas. Texas, they had the Bama win. It was back in week two. Other than that, They lost to Oklahoma, and they barely beat teams like Houston. So they had a good season, and I get why they had to put Texas in. But me personally, I don't think they were one of the four best teams. I think Georgia still was. Plus, Georgia was getting healthy, too, and they would have had a healthy team in the playoff. But I think Georgia would have been the one team that could have beat Michigan. But let's talk about Michigan because they were the team that won it all. A little quote from J.J. McCarthy. Might I say we actually had to adapt because in 2020 or 2019, when Ohio state was stealing our signs, we had to make it an even playing field said JJ McCarthy. So yeah, he kind of owned up to cheating right there. I am not going to lie. And Jim Harbaugh was trying to say that they were innocent too. And the most sketchy way possible. He barely likes talking about it. There was like an interview that he did before one of the games, and he was ducking it so much, the whole cheating scandal, and somebody should have called him out on it after they won. I wanted, I was going to laugh so hard if one of the reporters just called them out while they were celebrating on the cheating scandal, but they were too scared to do it. But this team won, though. They won. They're not going to go down as one of the greatest championship teams of all time. They're not. This was a weaker year. Washington, give... Pre- Give credit to them. They deserved it. They had a very tough schedule, but Michael Penix Jr., it just was not enough. Their defense was terrible, Washington's defense. We kind of expected that, though I would say that I was hoping for a shootout. That did not happen. Washington couldn't hold on. So I have two questions for you real quick. Yeah. Um, If
0: I told you at the beginning of the year that Michigan was going to win the national championship, would you believe it?
1: Oh uh, no, because <laughs> they usually blow it. Okay, so let,
0: let me tell you. Okay, let's put it this way. Let me tell you. At the beginning of the year, it was uh, Michigan, Washington, Texas, then Bama, and I said Bama. Uh, Michigan won. Would you believe it? And the final four, uh, because I feel like you would be like, oh Georgia, like Georgia is a pretty like easy answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think Georgia. Georgia is probably my pick. It probably is my pick right now for next year too. But if you told me those four teams and I had to pick one of them, I would have guessed Bama. But then again, Bama, I was talking with somebody who's a Bama fan. All they have is Jalen Milrow on offense. They have no playmakers yeah, this year. No I can't name one wide receiver for Bama or even the running backs or anything. It's not like a team of old. But my final thoughts on this game, congrats to Michigan. You won. But this is it because we'll, we'll do a little – uh. Transition here to our next topic. You're losing everybody now at this point. It's over for you, Michigan. Maybe, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Maybe not.
0: It's gonna I, be I know you want to do this transition. Maybe not J.J. McCarthy. But then again. Oh, no, no, no. He is gone. He's saying he's gone. I thought everyone w- – I thought you said he was heading out staying. Well,
1: my my view has changed. My view has changed. Because? Because Jim Harbaugh. He Jim Harbaugh. 90, I'm going to say 95% he is gone. Now, if Michigan lost, I would expect him to stay. I would expect McCarthy to stay too. But the fact that they won, yeah. I want to say one thing. Yeah. I think he's going to stay, but I want you to go first. Okay. The fact that they won, and with some teams are offering over $100 million to be their head coach in the NFL, the fact that they won too, I think it's the send-off. I, for the amount of years that they say he's going to be a head coach and he's not, this might be the first year where I actually believe it happens. And in the process of Jim Harbaugh leaving, I see J.J. McCarthy going to the draft. He is going to be severely overhyped, and he's probably going to be a bust, but it's going to happen anyway. I see Blake Corum leaving too. I see people transferring out of Michigan. I see it all blowing up, and they will not be as good next season. That offensive coordinator will probably be the head coach if I had to guess. But early prediction before I let you speak. Jim Harbaugh goes to the Raiders and they draft J.J. McCarthy in the first round. That's going to be my early pick right there. What? Yes. What? Okay. Yes. I disagree
0: with you. First off, um, I saw a TikToker. I think it was Connor Burns. He's a big Bears fan, and he broke that Jim Harbaugh. uh, is too expensive for the Bears, and obviously we're going to get into all that here in a minute. We're we're speaking a little too soon on this. But so if you watched the national championship and those interviews afterwards, he basically said nothing about going to the NFL, but he never said that he was staying. But the way that man talked – put an impression on me like, oh, he's staying. Like he said, oh, we're going to push back uh, sh- spring training a month because we won. The boys deserve a celebration. And he just seemed so happy that he won. He didn't basically say, I'm out. And, yeah, I think it's a Jim Harbaugh thing to do and be like, all right, peace, see you next year. <laughs> I think he's staying. However, there's there's a but to this. There's a but to this. Then CAA. If the NCAA suspends him for a year, he might go coach an NFL team. What's he going to do? Go sit at home? Um, Why, like, if you go sit at home, or you could go make $100 million in the league. So, where will he go? That's the real question. He could go to Los Angeles. I mean, he's a big Bears fan, but we're going to get to that. Um... Seattle just opened up. Patriots just opened up. It's going to be where he's going to go. And honestly, I think this is a good point to talk about real quick. I'm going to skip under your J.J. McCarthy. Because let's be honest, I don't think J.J. McCarthy's going first round. There's no way. The man did nothing. in any major games, he did nothing.
1: Look, let me just say this. I agree with you. I think he's not a first-round quarterback. I think he's going to be a bust. That's my opinion. But... The way that this is going to be projected, he's a national champion. Jim Harbaugh with the Raiders. He's going to okay. want his quarterback. He's going to want him. Stinson I think Bennett. he goes first. He. What about Stetson? Okay, J.J. McCarthy is a much better prospect than Stetson Bennett because he's also not 24 or 25 entering the league too.
0: But Stetson Bennett
1: threw the ball more. Yes. It's all about the traits. He's six foot three. He's mobile. He's accurate. But they're going to make him a first round quarterback. Okay. Plus, he's a national champion. They're going to do it. As much as I disagree with <laughs> The First with overall that, pick, the Las Vegas. I won't get that far. Select, uh, JJ
0: McCarthy. And <laughs> everyone will be like. But,
1: but you even look too. The Raiders are in the middle of the draft too. They're not going to get one of the top three quarterbacks. So I I just think if. He goes to the Raiders, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Look at that. It could happen, though I would disagree with it. But I would like to see it. So It fails miserably for a team like the Raiders. But I did want to mention one thing before we keep going. I know you wanted to say something too, but we had some transfer portal news. This actually happened directly after the game. Quinchon Judkins, out of Ole Miss, very talented running back, surprising that Surprising that he transferred out of Ole Miss. Has officially transferred to Ohio State. So he will now be the Ohio State top running back. I just wanted to mention that because it was kind of funny. It happened right after Michigan won two. So Ohio State is getting their team ready. But you had something to say, I think, a bit earlier. No, I, I was just going to
0: say, let's move on and talk about these head coaches. And this Ooh, is probably the biggest thing that has happened from – Black Monday, which if you don't know, Black Monday is the Monday in the NFL where basically every coach gets fired. And last year, not a lot of head coaches got fired. This year, this year is different, okay? Just to name a few. Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, out of there. Bill Belichick, even though he's not gone yet, he basically said, wherever this team wants to go, I'll go with them. So they want to keep him. Or like move him to a different position, he said, I'll gladly stay. If they want to get rid of me, I'll basically say, Okay. Thanks for having me. Then you think about it this way. Okay? Rand Stanley, gone. Uh the Raiders need a head coach. Um, I'm forgetting three more. Do you Commanders, mind? Commanders, Panthers. Commanders, Panthers. Commanders fired uh, Ron, Rivera. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. Panthers, and then Falcons, Arthur Smith. Seven head coaches need a head – seven teams need a head coach right now. Seven. So you think about this real quick. Where do you think – okay, obviously you said the Raiders have the best chance of getting Jim Harbaugh, which (laughs) honestly I can see the Raiders paying Jim Harbaugh a lot of money. It's Vegas. But. There's a but. (laughs) Always a butt. I think he's gonna go to the commanders. Jim Harbaugh? Call me crazy. I think he's going to Commanders. Oh my you know how close uh, him and his brother would be?
1: Yeah. But he's already. I don't
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I, 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 if anyone, it would have been the Bears. The Bears or the Chargers. But the Bears are keeping Matt Eberf loose. That is confirmed. They basically yes. fired their offensive coordinator today. Shout out to Chicago. I know it's a long time coming. Um, and you have a big decision coming up with the first overall pick, which I can't wait to see what you guys screw up with. I mean, do <laughs> Sorry, Duke. Um And then, obviously, there's the Chargers. But LA is kind uh, of a hot mess right now. But so is the Commanders. So what do you do? What do you do?
1: I'll say the hottest mess is probably the Carolina Panthers because they don't have a first overall pick, which they were the worst team in the league, and they're going to be relying essentially on free agency. I think that's going to be the worst place for coaches. But like you said, there are options. Mike Vrabel is probably the best option right now, I think. I don't know why he was fired. From Tennessee. You, call, I know they've...
0: you called me crazy. That I did they were because it is crazy.
1: It's okay. it's completely insane,
0: in I, my opinion. Okay. I think you and I can discuss a lot of this more off camera. <laughs> because I think you and I could have a whole hour debate about this, and I'd rather not have a whole hour debate about this. But I think the reason they did it is because they haven't been to the playoffs in two years. But because this team, of, this management, has been terrible. What can I Mike know.
1: Vrabel do? They trade A.J. Brown for scraps, essentially, just looking yeah, back at the this trade is so now. stupid. You, you give Mike Vrabel all of these injured players, you give him an old DeAndre Hopkins to make up for it, you don't help him out with the O-line, the defense is riddled with injuries, and he's done the best he can with that team. He just eliminated the Jaguars. He's a great well, head coach, and it, the Titans' struggles the past few years are a result of bad management, drafting Malik Willis, bad management, horrible, horrible. Yeah, it's just bad management. And they're going to lose Derrick Henry. Yes, he was. And shocked they're too. losing Ryan Tannehill. I think well, he has gone. Well, that's he wasn't going to be the starter. No,
0: he wasn't. But also, he's a he wouldn't be a bad backup. Um, yeah. he'll try to find yeah, a, no, I, find I, I'm i not disagreeing with you but I think for just some odd reason I thought they're going to fire him just because they haven't done anything and it's not his fault you're right it's not his fault what can he do if Mike Vrabel went and coached the Eagles right now they would be like 17 and now, maybe 16 and 1 the Eagles are a hot mess that's a different story but I agree with you. I think Carolina is a hot mess, 100%. But so Tennessee, Santa Just because while we up. get Mike, rid of Mike Vable. Like you and I always joke about firing Mike Tomlin or like all this. And I don't think you and I have ever fully said our thoughts whether they should fire Mike Tomlin. And I think that's another day, another discussion. But Mike Tomlin's a great head coach, he's a fantastic head coach. You can't put that aside. Like if we fired Tomlin, the whole NFL would look at us like, what did you do? Why? Why did you do that? You know? And I think that's where yeah, except Steelers fans. And I think that's the same thing with the Titans. We're like, why'd you let go of Mike Vrabel? That was so stupid. Or the Titans fans are like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. The only other thing I saw is I'm not sure this is confirmed or not. Is they mutually parted ways? So he basically said, "I'm yeah. done."
1: No, but okay, I'll pull up. I'll pull up what they said on Instagram because they oh, they made a post and the comments section. The comments section. The NFL. No, this was the Titans page. Oh, okay. The Titans. Okay. And the comments section hated this. They they seem upset that Vrabel's gone. They said, um, "Amy Adams Strunk... I think this is, like, the owner or whatever. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. I appreciate Mike's contributions to the Titans, both on and off the field. We wish him and the family the best of luck. So they fired him straight out. It was not a mutual part of yeah, ways. But I if, so. I, if I take a guess, I'll say my final thoughts with head coaches real quick. If I had to take a final guess for Mike Vrabel first... I see him if Bill Belichick's gone, that's not confirmed yet, but very likely he's gone. He goes to the Patriots, goes back to the team he played with. I think that's just very clear at that point. So I'll take Patriots for him. Pete Carroll, he is now gone. He's had a great career. Two, two Super Bowl appearances, 1-1 one, one Super Bowl. But I he's very old, like you said earlier. He's very old, so is Saban. But, so he's done. So I'm not even going to predict him going anywhere. Then Matt Eberflus is staying. they That was the last coach we mentioned. hes They got rid of the entire coaching staff, like everything around him, like on the offensive side. So he's going to have new play callers. And I think that will make things very interesting now for the Justin Fields situation, because if they got a new head coach, I could easily see them get a new quarterback, but they're staying put. So they might stay put with Justin Fields. Other than that, I'm not sure if there's other... Head coach news besides those three. Um a lot of great candidates though. I've been hearing about Brian Johnson, offensive coordinator for the Eagles, is being looked at by teams. I think the Panthers said they're looking at him. If they take him, I'm gonna laugh hysterically because Brian Johnson is not a good coordinator whatsoever. No. They get but, Brian
0: Johnson and uh, Matt Canada down in Carolina. God. If if could any you, team uh, hires Brian could Johnson, can you imagine
1: if so they cool. hire Brian Johnson or Matt Canada?
0: I think Can Johnson's more Matt.
1: likely. Matt Canada is like essentially hated across the whole league. I think the Brian Johnson hate is just in Philly from what I've seen. So I he's going to get a lot of looks, Brian Johnson, but it will make the Eagles job easier to fire him. I know Detroit, Ben Johnson, obviously, top candidate. Their defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn, another top candidate. Uh, Texans offensive coordinator, heard about him, Bobby Slowick. He's done very well for CJ Stroud, another candidate there. And there's some others. Uh, Raiders interim head coach is getting looks, even just for a defensive coordinator at other teams as well. So a lot of big names are out there. And Mike Vrabel and Jim Harbaugh are probably the top two names now at this point. So it's going to be very exciting to see where these head coaches are. Up and we will be covering it and honestly we'll probably drop this episode and then bill Belichick's could be fired (laughs) and we're gonna have to react to that at some that's the case
0: check out tiktok yes carlin will make a
1: tiktok (laughs) carlin will make a tiktok for bill belichick if he is fired in the next coming days because knowing our luck that's probably gonna happen literally be be fired they're just gonna
0: be like oh we mutually parted ways it's not going to be like, oh, yeah. oh, we fired him. Because like, Belichick's done so much for that dynasty. So much.
1: Yeah. They're making a special on the dynasty, the Patriots dynasty. Yeah. It's going to be on TV. Apple I TV. That. That'll mm, be very good. Sure I heard, though, or... I heard one rumor. If Bel- if Belichick stays, they might get Josh McDaniels back as the offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back, bringing the gang back together once again. I don't even know that team. But there has been a lot of news. Literally just Wednesday alone, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, and Matt Eberflus, that was all announced. Mike Vrabel the day before that. So in the next coming weeks, we will talk about any more firings, any more uh, openings that come up, or if anybody else gets hired. I doubt people will get hired until after the playoffs. Because a lot of the top candidates are still coordinators for playoff teams right now. But that's all we've got for that. Moving on now, we're going to go away from the NFL side of things. Draymond Green is coming back soon. A little NBA talk. Draymond Green is coming back soon. You remember the most recent Draymond Green. The incident, only reason right?
0: we are bringing this up is because you're a Warriors fan. So I, I want to ask you, yes. I want to ask you, European, what's your thoughts on Draymond Green? What should the Warriors do about this man because obviously he's had issues in the past. But the fact that he's been suspended twice this year once for choking someone, literally, <laughs> and throwing a punch at someone, yes. literally. What are your thoughts on what oh, the warrior yeah. should do about this? Because he has to pass all this protocol and all this bull crap. But that doesn't mean tomorrow he's going to run on the court and go punch someone, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I think I know he's had many incidents even before this season. But I'm going to say he's on a probably a three strike deal right now and he's probably had a strike one and strike two this season. So I think if there's a strike three like he does one more thing cuz he reportedly has gone to therapy and all of that like he's had to do stuff while he was gone to be able to come back. I don't know if what well, he did, but Hey, John Morant went to therapy, and then he did the same thing about two weeks later. So I don't know how that works. But I don't think Draymond Green is going to change much. But he is needed for that Warriors team. He's one of their better defenders, one of their better passers, especially with Chris Paul out for a while now. But he is a big part of that team. He's going to go down as one of the greatest Warriors of all time. He's Curry, Clay, and Draymond are essentially the Sid, Malkin, and Latang of that Warriors team. Like, they are the dynasty. So, now whether he gets extended in the future, I doubt it. But they will need him. They'll need his defense, definitely. The Warriors got problems, though. They got problems with Steve Kerr, the way he gives people certain minutes. I question a lot of it. Curry has had some slumps here and there. Clay Thompson, either one day he's elite, one day he's not. And sometimes our younger guys play, sometimes they don't. Jonathan Kuminga got a new haircut because he was so upset. I don't even know. But Draymond Green, I hope he comes back, but he's gonna be on a short leash. I mean, he didn't mean the things that he did. He, I mean, he didn't intentionally punch somebody. He just swatted his arm or whatever. Yeah, and he didn't purposely run up to someone, throw him, and
0: chokehold.
1: Oh, he, had sorry. I... Of uh-huh. he had to get him off of Clay Thompson.
0: He had to get him mm-hmm. off of
1: Clay Thompson.
0: There's other ways to do it. Clay that Thompson was being attacked. Someone in a chokehold. I know. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but Draymond Green, uh, man. I'm hoping,
1: keep I'm doing hoping you. he can at least keep
0: doing you. Make the yeah. podcast more interesting, please.
1: <laughs> I hope he can last at least the rest of the season without another incident. But knowing my luck, something else is probably gonna happen with Draymond Green. But staying with the NBA real quick, since we got a good amount of time, actually. We might be done early as well. But speaking with the NBA, we're going to look at the standings right now. We'll look at the NHL, too, and what is happening. Uh, Oh, I got to log into the app. Never mind. Get start. Oh, my God. They want me to. I got a new phone, by the way. So whenever I load into new apps, sometimes they want me to sign in everything. I just want to see the standings. All right, here we go. The best team in the Eastern Conference right now is your Boston Celtics, Carlin. Your Boston Celtics are at the top of the East. They are 28-8 right now. Uh, I think they just had a recent loss, if I'm not mistaken. I'm looking up what happened lately. Yeah. The Boston Celtics.
0: Yeah, I can't think of who it was, too, though.
1: It was, okay, yeah, they lost to the Pacers the other day, 133-131 to 131 back on of, Monday.
0: Speaking of the Pacers, didn't they lose a huge player recently?
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know the extent he- of the injury. It's uh, Halliburton, their point yeah, guard. Yeah, he got carried, out carried off point the court. Guards. I saw it on TikTok. That's the only reason I know. Yeah, he only played 13 minutes on Monday, so I'm not sure of his status. Going forward, but that's a big loss for the Pacers if they lose him. But Celtics, so they're playing right now as we speak. They're playing, uh, playing the Timberwolves actually. Big matchup right there. So they're up sixty to fifty-seven as we speak in the third. I'm pretty sure in the Western Conference,
0: I think the Timberwolves are up top.
1: Yes, you are correct. The Timberwolves are twenty-six and ten right now. As we really speak, good game. really yeah. good game on right now. Who's winning? Yeah. That's a big uh, Celtics 60 to 57. Only the third, but Only the third. those are the top two teams right now. Milwaukee is right behind the Celtics, they're 25 and 12, two game losing streak. The 76ers are up there. New York Knicks are the fourth best team, and they had a big trade. They traded RJ Barrett to uh. The Toronto Raptors, and I can't pronounce the name of who they got. I'll verify that in a second. It's a weird name. But people who know NBA are probably screaming at me. Uh, Anu Obi, his name is. So I probably butchered that. I've never heard it in person. But he's been a good addition for the Knicks. They've been doing really well. They're on a five-game winning streak as we speak. Jordan's Heat, OG member Jordan, they are 21-15. and as well going to the other side the western side my warriors are currently not in a playoff spot unfortunately they are 17 to 19 one game losing streak very streaky had some heartbreakers recently the denver nuggets did you see the ending to the denver nuggets game against the warriors yeah didn't, uh
0: novakovic how like a uh, nikola jokic shot.
1: yeah yeah Jok, Jok. i got the footage I, that was so brutal. I was watching that live. I was depressed for the whole night after that. It was it was brutal, absolutely brutal. But Los Angeles Lakers, another big team. They are nineteen and nineteen. They are on the cusp, and there is some. Do you see the reaction from the Raptors head coach? They just played yesterday. I think he yeah, was he had at a, the officials. He had, a, he had a huge meltdown. He's definitely going to get a big fine for that. He had a huge yeah. meltdown. I saw that. Because it was like the Lakers had twenty three fouls, or they were uh, twenty. They 20 had something like, fouls in like five minutes. What yeah, the Raptors only shot like two free throws in the fourth. The Lakers shot like twenty three. I think that's what it was. And they were the head coach was essentially like, if you if the Lakers are gonna win, if they're rigged to win this game, just tell us and we won't play it. So. I, I do feel, and I do like when players and coaches speak out against the officials at times because there are just sometimes, even in other leagues like the NFL, there are just times where it's absolutely ridiculous what the officials do and they get no accountability whatsoever. So I think in the <laughs> egregious moments, I like it when they call them out. Not Patrick Mahomes when he calls them out, but. No, I think it's and, funny when Mahomes does it because that was so he never bad. has to.
0: He never has to. Yeah, I think, I I 100% think, and we've always said this for years, that these refs should go in front of the media. I'm not saying before. I'm not saying during halftime. I'm saying afterwards. And I think that they should get maybe five questions, but they don't know which ones are ours. And they just answer the questions. You know? Yeah. Even if nothing happens that game, oh, what was your favorite play for the game? I don't care. Like, ask them questions, but like, don't hide the fact of what happened during the game. Like, I want to hear the thought process of making a certain call. And to the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, World we'll Pickleball League club, I don't care who you are, the players should be allowed to speak out against the refs. So should the coaches. I... If, it's every, if it's every game, if it's every game, There's a difference. You should not be able to speak about against them every time. Think about it this way, real quick, because we have a little bit of time. Big baseball fan. I love baseball. Me and my buddy love baseball. If you get thrown out in a baseball game, you can chew the ear off the umpire. They can throw you out, and they'll still be standing there for five minutes yelling at them. Now, nothing happens. They get no fine, and the ump just continues calling the game. But the ump gets chewed out for five minutes. In my opinion, they should be fined every minute that they chew out the ref. So if you lump, sorry, ump. So if you chew them out for five minutes, that's a th- five thousand dollars fine them. I don't care. But if you really want to get your point across, chew them out, and that's only MLB. And here's why I'm saying this, because it's at the moment. If they went to the press conference and said, I disagree with that ump said, that was a horrible call. That was an Angel Hernandez call. He shouldn't get fined. But if you're wasting the time of the game, you should be fined. Afterwards, you should be able to speak out because you have the freedom of speech. Why are we holding back certain things? I want to understand why refs make certain calls in certain moments. It makes no sense. That's my thought process.
1: Yeah, my only thought with not finding players or whatever—I like your thing, like every five minutes, fine them more. But the only thing I would say, like, if you got rid of fines for players and coaches, I think we will just create a lot more crybabies for like even the smallest offenses. But I'm—I'm like, I'm saying here's what I would do to combat though. I would say you get like
0: five strikes. If you use all five times in the beginning of the season, after that, you get fined. But I'm not like it. Let's say I'm saying this. That ref had the worst call ever. It's horrible. Disrespectful. It moves on. And then he brings it back up. That's two fines in a row. Like, that's two strikes. Like, put it to a reasonable thing where they can talk about it, but not, like, talk about it every single day. Like... He called me for unnecessary roughness. Me and my my buddy, we're we're just like local best friends. We're shoving each other around. That's like the worst call ever. You know, like put a reasonable balance. I'm sure you can find a middle between it. And it's not going to take one season. Obviously, we're going to have a season where they're going to cry about it. I'm fine with that. But find a reasonable balance. And like, I want to hear their thought process of what's going on.
1: Yeah, my final thought. With this, do I know it's funny going back to the NFL here? So, the NFL, for some reason, when they did this twice now, they did it once for roughing the passer. There was like a controversial roughing the passer, and they made something too for like calling as eligible after that Lions Cowboys game, like reporting as eligible. They released like these minute to two minute long videos explaining the roles, and it was so ridiculous. Like, they made a whole video about what r- roughing the passer is to combat everybody saying, like, oh, this is not roughing the passer. Like, why'd you call They made a whole video about it. It was so, like, definitely everybody listening, like, watch the video that they made about reporting as eligible. It's so ridiculous because I think they're still wrong on what happened. I think they're just assuming whatever the referee said is what happened, and they make that in the video. It is the funniest yeah. thing also- I saw. NFL. Yeah,
0: you have the videos, which is fine. But when a player does a legal hit and then the ref still calls it, doesn't change anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I said it, so. Oh, officials. My favorite saying, I'm blind, I'm deaf, I want to be a ref. <laughs> My favorite saying, I I don't know where I heard that, but. Oh, officials, we love you. Uh, shout out to my dad. He was a official for basketball, high school level. He was actually a good official. So shout out to you, Dad, as always. But that'll be it for NBA. Let's look at the NHL, too, before we move on. Because I was looking at the NHL standings, and some of them surprised me a lot. The top team, if you had to guess, Carlin, right now, I know you don't know all the NHL teams, but if you had to guess the top team right now, who would you think it is?
0: what's so stupid about that and AJ and we've had this conversation before is the point system i hate the point system it should just be wins and losses yeah, but this yeah. that like right now if you think about like the best team i know vegas was always up there and so i could say vegas and i don't think it is vegas but it's i know not. vegas had a bunch of wins at one point but having a bunch of wins doesn't mean you always have many points especially if you get those wins in overtime you know um, it's probably some stupid team. Either it could be Tampa. Tampa's not always... even close.
1: Yeah. You want me to say it? Give me, give me a division. It's a Canadian team. I'll make it even simpler.
0: Is it the Montreal Canadiens? No. Um, uh Oh, no. it's the Maple Leafs,
1: isn't it? You're not. No, it's the Winnipeg Jets right now. I'm gonna say Winnipeg next. Really? What's I the honestly... record? they are 27-9 and 4. So they've only had 4 overtime losses, so they don't even get many points from that. But right now Winnipeg is the top team, and that surprises me because they've the past couple of years they've just been average to say the least. Like they don't make a jump. But the number 2 team surprised me more. It's actually the Vancouver Canucks are the number 2 team, and they really I thought they were going to blow it up. They've stayed put And they've been winning a lot. Boston's number three. And the Penguins just beat them not that long ago. We'll get to the Penguins in a little bit. But Avalanche are four. New York is five. Florida Panthers, six. The Penguins right now are 18. But it is very tight once you get to that point. The worst team in the league, though. You want to guess the worst team in the league? The Sharks. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Look I
0: and I, I knew they were really bad this year.
1: I know Arizona's yeah. done a lot better. I know that. Yeah. They are the Sharks are 9-29-3 Dang. right now. Chicago, who I know the ESPN and all these sites just love only posting about Connor Bedard when it comes to the NHL. He is out for 6 to 8 weeks too. And Chicago is the second worst team in the league right now so they'll probably get another high draft pick too and real quick before we go on we i didn't ask you this but i think you know the answer who's the worst team in the nba right now care to tell everybody
0: the pistons yes football, that's the spurs
1: it's not even actually the spurs are actually kind of close but the pistons three and 34 <laughs> <laughs> they finally got a win but after that win They had five straight losses. And they lost one of their better players, too, lately. Dang, They have been... What do you even do with Detroit
0: at this rate? They're going to get Brawny.
1: They're going to get Brawny. Brawny's just going to register at this rate. But the NBA has a lottery, too, so that's not even guaranteed. Pistons could be the worst team. They might not even... I don't even think Brawny would be the number one. It goes to the NBA champions. Watch it go to like watch Miami falls off. It goes to Miami, and then LeBron and Bronny all go there. That would be very funny. But
0: we saw about uh, I think two years with, before Bronny goes. So
1: they can go, they can go right away. This is they Bronny's
0: first year playing, though. Bronny won't. You only need go out one year. One. I know, but I I don't think Bronny will put up enough of a case at USC this year to go.
1: The case is the name. <laughs> the the James name does a lot. And if they can get LeBron James to follow, I think that alone is worth the first overall pick. But that's way, way too early to tell. We have to see how he does at USC. But final things actually. First off, Carlin, you were at a pit basketball game recently.
0: How did You that
1: were go? at a WVU basketball game? Oh, you go first. Do I want to go with... They play Duke,
0: right? Um, Fun fact, me I'm not really a big basketball fan. I know things here and there. I made a TikTok about it. Go check it out. Um, But yeah, I basically made a TikTok and I said, pit basketball sucks. It's plain and simple. I forget what the final score was. I think it was 75 to 52. I think. How are you that bad? And like, your shot's we're so horrible. I could shoot a basketball better. And that's saying a lot. Listen, like, yeah, it's something to go down there and shoot a three. I know that. But when you're shooting threes and it's, like, heading off to the right or the left, like, watching them in warm-ups, I literally saw them miss, miss, miss. Okay, one went in. Miss, miss, miss. And then I look at Duke and they're swoosh, 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 swoosh. I was like, Duke's going to kick their butt. I I did root for Pitt, and I'm going to tell you why I rooted for Pitt. Because I wanted an upset. Yeah, you're right. I wanted an upset. And then five minutes in, I was like, yeah, I never know why I rooted for Pitt. And then I went back to Duke.
1: That stadium was packed from the picture oh, you showed me. so
0: empty. So empty. <laughs> you know what's the best part, too? To all the Pitt kids that are listening, because I'm sure there's some. Um, <laughs> They showed up. <laughs> At the first TV timeout, half the stadium already went missing for the students. <laughs> wow. Except like the lower floor, like, they shoved kids up in the upper uh,
1: sections. Mm-hmm. And like half of them disappeared because
0: Duke was killing them badly.
1: Wow. That is sad. Well, you want to know what's even sadder? West Virginia football. Oh, Not football. West Virginia basketball is even sadder. They are 5-10 and ten right now. It is absolutely embarrassing. They just got – they didn't get destroyed, but they lost – to Kansas State, Kansas State's 12-3, and 3. West Virginia is 5-10, and 10. only positive with this team right now is Raquan Battle, he's been a very good player, he had 21 points against Kansas State, but aside from that, it is just absolutely garbage from this team right now, it is just not good, whatsoever, and they were doomed from the start, with Bob Huggins, that whole incident, they were doomed. They lost recruits. People were being denied eligibility. Raquan Battle was denied for a while, and he might get denied later in the season, too. I don't even know how it's going to work, but it's sad. And they play Texas this Saturday. Texas is number 25 in the nation right now, and I don't think it's going to go well. It's at home, too. It's going to be brutal. They had to play number three, Houston, and they got annihilated 89-55. No, yeah. to 55. Do you that know who the was... overall team in the country is? Well, the number one and number two teams just lost. Really? Purdue lost? Yeah. It was uh... – do you know who they are right now? Like the standings right now? Cause... I
0: looked last night.
1: Because the number one Before. and number two teams lost. I could – I'll pull it up right now. Purdue Verify. and Kansas.
0: Uh, I do want to make a shout-out when John does this real quick, though. Shout-out to – the women's basketball team at West Virginia. They're 13 and 1. Am I correct in saying that?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Someone said that Pitt women's basketball was doing really good other six and 10. <laughs> yeah, West uh, Virginia, do you those, uh, double check that again, please.
1: Yeah. West Virginia women's basketball is only have one loss, and it was against a good team, too. So they're still ranked, I believe, and they're playing right now as we speak they are winning. I can't pull up the score right now cuz I got what did happen? The number 1 team on Tuesday, January 9th, Purdue lost to Nebraska 88 to 72. They got destroyed. Nebraska stormed the court. But also, there's more. Number 2, Houston, who I was mentioning earlier, lost to Iowa State 57 to 53. So all on Tuesday, January 9th, the top 2 teams and college basketball lost.
0: Also, uh, WVU women's basketball is playing Iowa State right now. When we were recording this, uh, they're winning 49-36. to 36. The Mountaineers are in the third quarter, this sure. says. But I didn't even think there were quarters in basketball. Is there quarters yeah, in women's, women's basketball?
1: Women, in men's, it's halves, like one half and two halves. In women's, it's four quarters. That's how it works. But yeah, shout out to the women's team. I'm not shouting out the men's team. Because out of all the WVU teams, our soccer team was one of the best in the nation. Our football team is actually ranked in the recent coaches poll. They're ranked number 25. So the football team has come alive. Soccer's great. Women's basketball's great. Our baseball should be good. And then we have men's basketball. We got men's basketball. But we got two more things to talk about before we get to our big announcement. Uh, We're going to wrap this up with Pittsburgh sports. Normally that's at the start. We're going to do it at the end. The Pittsburgh Steelers play on Sunday. No. 1 one p.m. against the Buffalo Bills. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. All is on In the, the line. Snow. In the cold. In the snow, potentially. Okay. Oh, my. I have a question for you.
0: If yeah. you want to know my answer, go check out the TikTok right inside the dome. This was the most recent TikTok I posted, but minus the next Saban. I know you saw the TikTok because you like the TikTok. I want to hear your thoughts. Right. So we talked about, I talked about on that TikTok that John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin have five playoff wins since 2014. Okay. Since the Ravens have won the Super Bowl and they won one playoff game after that. Alright. So I want to hear your thoughts. Steelers, because we, we listen to 93.7 The Fan is our local channel uh, where yeah. we live in Pittsburgh and the suburbs and stuff. Um, and I saw this take, and they were talking on the radio how uh, this is Tomlin's, like, whatever playoff game. If he loses it, there's going to be a lot on the line for him. So I want to hear your thoughts. Tomlin loses this game. What happens? Yeah. What happens?
1: My answer of what I think will happen? Nothing. I think he will still be the head coach. He went 10-7. and seven, Pretty good record. Given the circumstances, finished off with three straight wins. I know we've talked about him lately, even though he's not being able to get it done in the playoffs. But they got to the playoffs. It depends on how the game goes, too. If they get like annihilated by the Bills, and it, let's say it's like 40 to seven, then we can have a conversation. Maybe. About I don't Mike think Tomlin. that
0: changes anything. I think, regardless, he's fine for the end of the season. We'll move into next year. Yeah. If we had the one seed, we were fifteen and two. Wow, Balling out. We lost to the Patriots and Cardinals. <laughs> that would that would be such a Steeler thing. Anyways,
1: the Steeler fifteen is and two never going. It's never going 15 and two the Steeler way. I know. You will always do it. But I'm the hard saying
0: play. you have not Ben's rookie year. Ben's rookie year. They went like 15 and one. Wow. Yeah, I know.
1: Anyways, Long time.
0: point is, if they were 15 and two killing it and then they lost, I think there would be a serious discussion of what we need to do moving forward. I would disagree. If they got killed. If they got killed.
1: If they got killed. But mm. if you go 15 and two. Uh, you can't fire a head coach with that record.
0: We, we had a very good, we had a very easy schedule this
1: year on paper. This year, I, yeah, this week was easier.
0: I think with circumstances giving the seven seed, nothing matters. If we won the division, then I think there's something to be said about it.
1: Yeah, I'll say this final thought with Tomlin: if he, if they lose, I think he gets a final shot with. Him getting a new offensive coordinator, because I think that's gonna be a big deal in the offseason. Who he gets to replace Matt Canada, essentially, I think that decision right there is going to influence his future with the Steelers. If it's a if it's another swing in the miss here, if he misses again, if we get somebody who makes our offense terrible, I think Tomlin could be fired. I think you can't trust him going forward with his coaching staffs. I think that alone could end it because we've had to suffer through Randy Fichtner and Matt Canada for about six years now. So I think this next offensive coordinator is going to be the make or break. And I think how Kenny Pickett does next season is going to be the make or break, but I'm excited for this game. I really am. I'll be wearing my Joey Porter Jersey. I got that for Christmas. Shout out to Santa Claus, but I am very excited. I am hoping for the upset here. I want the Steelers to win. I want us to keep talking about them.
0: For anyone who says the Steelers are going to get blown out, you're most likely correct. But I cannot wait to laugh in your face when they don't get blown out. And if we do get blown out, you are more than likely to go over inside the tone TikTok, like the TikTok I post of me crying and laugh at me. Get our (laughs) viewership up.
1: (laughs) Oh, my. Final thing. Final thing. Before we, get, before we wrap it up, Pittsburgh Penguins, one team we can talk about. They play the Canucks, who I just said were the second-best team in the NHL right now. They play the Canucks at home on today, actually, Thursday, January 11th. The game will take place at 7 p.m. If you're listening to this on YouTube, it probably already happened. But the Penguins play. Penguins, their last 10 games, they were 7, 2, and 1. That's the exact same as the Canucks as well and how they've done in the new year. They lost Washington, January second, three to four. Then they beat Boston, the third best team in the league, six to five, bit of a shootout there. Then they lost to Buffalo, one to three. And then they beat Philly. Oh, uh, we all hate Philly. Four to one. So they're coming off of a win. The Penguins, they're in the mix of it. They are in the mix of it right now. In the wild card race, they're only back by one point, they have forty-four points. The second wild card team is Tampa, who has forty-five points, and there's like three other teams that have forty-four points as well. And the Islanders have forty-six in the other wild card spot. It's tight. I... Hot take. Hot take. Pens aren't making the playoffs this year. All right, that's fair. That's fair. It's it's not even a hot hot take. Because this seems streaky. They okay, can... if,
0: if I went to a Pittsburgh Penguin fantasy, you're not making the playoffs this year. Yeah, They would not agree with me. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> this Penguins team, they can beat the best teams in the league, but they could also lose to the worst teams in the league. They're streaky. Jari can have a masterclass one game, and then he could get pulled another game. Same with Nedeljkovic has actually been kind of consistent, but he'll have his stinker games too. There's just not a lot of consistency with this team. They're not even halfway done though. They're at like 38 games played right now. So there's 82. I'd say by the three-fourths margin of the NHL season, I think we can kind of grasp and see if they're going to make the playoffs or not. It's still too early to tell. There's a lot of games to be played, but... Final thoughts from you, Carlin, as I ramp it up. Anything sport-related? Final thoughts?
0: No, but this is the last month without baseball. Baseball forward return next month. In uh, February. There's a lot of stuff happening in the baseball world. Uh, we could have a whole other discussion about it one day, and I think it should have a discussion about it. Um, obviously, we've talked about Shohei getting paid a crap ton of money. We've talked about True. trades and stuff. Um, I think that's a whole another episode that you and I can have because we don't have time for baseball, and I just thought right. about that. So
1: we can do a segment. We could do a segment next week under the lights. Yeah, any sure. baseball news? We can do yeah. that. I know we didn't have time this week because we had we had a whole head coaching frenzy happen in the past two days, so we had to cover all of that. But that's gonna do it. For this week in Under the Lights, I'm happy to bring this back. Under the Lights should be back on a weekly basis with YouTube episodes probably dropping every Wednesday. Going forward, we'll have Under the Lights earlier in the week. And that's going to do it for this week on Inside the Dome. But I think it's time we talk a little bit about what's coming up. So next week on Inside the Dome alone, we have Under the Lights planned. And a NFL episode planned. As always, we're going to recap the playoffs in that episode. That's most likely going to be it for Inside the Dome next week. But big project alert right here. So if you've been a fan of Inside the Dome for when we started back in May of 2023, we had a variety of episodes. We've had Motivational Mondays, New Music Fridays, and we've also sprinkled in some movie reviews as well in that summer stretch. I believe we've done like four or five movie reviews. Check those out. But we like to talk about that stuff. But we also realize that Inside the Dome is a sports podcast and we don't want to make it too much of multiple things. So what's the solution? The solution is that we go a little beyond the dome wink wink
0: wink wink that's
1: right that's right so next week ideally i'm not going to verify a date or anything but most likely next week carla and i gotta get it running new podcast alerts simple way yeah. to put it right there. simple way
0: to put it uh we cannot wait for you guys to hear everything that's going to do it basically i think john and i were talking about this the first episode's not going to be like we are reviewing this it's basically going to be like what we're going to do what we're going to talk about it's not even probably going to be 10 minutes long it's going to be an intro it's going to be like an episode zero and then we're going to move on but here's the thing uh this is very important we can talk about more when we record that um two very important things number one Expect crossovers. So obviously, like, there might be a series. Like, John and I have always talked about doing an interview with someone. So obviously, if we get a sports person, we're going to interview them on Inside the Dome. But if for some odd reason Margot Robbie wants to come on Beyond the Dome, she is more than welcome to. We will gladly interview her. And that will be on Beyond the Dome. It's basically an Inside the Dome production, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's the dome production. It's a spinoff. off. Yeah, yeah, it's a spin off. We'll have a lot more details in beyond the dome. But the other key important thing to talk about is you're not going to get an episode every day from that show. You might not even get one every week. It's basically yeah. going to be whenever. Obviously, if a huge movie drops, we're going to talk about it. If there's a great week for music, going to talk about it if you're feeling down because it's the middle of February and we need a motivational Monday to get back up which every day you should get, be getting up and join it it's going to drop it's not going to be ev- like a thing that happens every single week or every single day Inside yeah. the dome comes first but here's the thing once sports takes a huge dip which it will take a huge dip there's going to be movies needed to be reviewed there's going to be music needed to be reviewed we'll still be doing podcast things so next week like john and i said stay tuned we're gonna have a lot more information on it a lot to talk about him and i are very excited this has been in the works for a little bit and i think this is a way to expand our company
1: (laughs) (laughs) air quotes air quotes air quotes Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Like Carlin said, it's not going to have a schedule. We, If you've been listening to us now, you know there's like two episodes a week we always plan out. It's essentially, I'll, I want to focus, at least for me, I know Carlin loves music. I'll probably do more movies, TV, over anything, over anything else. But it's essentially, when something comes out, we'll do it. If nothing comes out for like a whole week, we might not even have an episode for the week. There's going to be no schedule involved it's for fun it's so that we could talk about more things but inside the dome is a sports podcast we've kind of made it to be that so but we love and, we love talking about other things and also we haven't really talked
0: to uh jordan and dan oh geez about our full idea with this but obviously there's a great album dropping they're gonna be on there this is and then it this is the dome production. I think that's what Johnny and I are officially calling our company with like our that. quotes. It's a dome production. So it doesn't mean like, hey, if Lance, Lance, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. Love you, Lance. Told him too. Huh? <laughs> I told him to. Yeah. Uh if you if you want to go review a Godzilla movie with us and talk about this on Beyond the Dome, you'll be there. It's a crossover. It's, it's like, you know, I grew up watching Disney Channel or Nickelodeon where they always did the crossover episodes. Like, you had to record both yeah. of them or sit down and watch both of them back to back. That's what it feels like. It's kind of exciting. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. Also, too, I'm just thinking about it, too. Guest speakers. I know there's a lot of people that love movies, TV, music, family, too. If you are listening right now, you are free to be a guest speaker if you like. If there is something that we have both watched. Feel free to join. We love guest speakers and having guest speakers on beyond the dome. That would be nice too, but it's going to be fun. I'm thinking of like some new little title designs. We're going to shake it up a little bit. So it's not like a carbon copy of inside the dome. We'll make it a little unique. Probably we'll need a new intro as well, but we got plans. Ideally it will start next week. That is the ideal plan. I cannot confirm that
0: with an episode zero nothing don't expect us to review a movie or a tv show or music expect an episode zero first
1: unless we're feeling it unless we're feeling it but yeah we'll have regardless
0: regardless there's going to be an episode zero first and then if we decide to do a review that week you'll know about it also it is just an audio podcast nothing else yeah for now uh john and i have a lot to figure out But we've been having this in the works, and I think it's finally time we expand our horizons.
1: It's time to get big, and it's just for the fun of it, too. We love talking sports. We love talking other things. So it gives us a platform to keep talking, and who knows? It might get big. We will see. But that's the big plan. That is the big plan starting next week. So definitely stay tuned. We will have links for it. For the new podcast, because obviously it's not on this podcast, so we will have links for the new one to find that it'll probably be in our bios that I keep saying at the end of every episode, it will be on our social medias as well. So make sure to follow that, especially Instagram, we'll have a link on our Instagram for it too. So make sure to follow our social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, especially to figure out how to access Beyond the Dome as well starting next week. Make sure to follow those social medias. You can find all those links in all of our podcast platforms in the link in bio. And Beyond the Dome should also be on all those podcast platforms as well. So it's going to be very similar to Inside the Dome, how we get it out. So make sure to follow all of those social medias and make sure to know all the platforms. You can find all of those social medias in our podcast platforms in our link in bio if you're listening to us on apple Podcasts or overcast go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there but other than that stay tuned for next week we will have a lot more about it we will tell you everything you need to know how to access it as well so stay tuned we are both very very excited but with Carlin jacob i am john dodaro have a great day everyone and see you next time on inside the dome